Welcome to Matt Levitt Online, the podcast on all things top line. Matt has helped thousands of solopreneurs grow their businesses from concept to execution. Enjoy the episode. All right, do we need another podcast about building a successful business? Absolutely. And we just keep talking about being successful. Why do we do that? Because who doesn't want to be successful? It's a lot of fun. Feels good. Gives you purpose. So today I have these 12 components that I have found to be highly necessary to get a new project off the ground, to reboot, uh, to be able to have the ability to start something new. And I've done this in a like a dozen components here. Now, I know if you go to mattlevittonline.com, you're going to find that I have a philosophy about six ingredients to a successful life. Uh, I'm going to use part of those here today, but I'm going a little deeper in the weeds, even though I want to be speaking to you more from a 30,000 foot view. But there will be times when we'll dive deep down into the into the weeds, into the grass, into the valleys and understand a little bit more that it takes. But I'm going to just kick it right off with a quick rundown on the 12. So jot these down. We'll go deep into them, each one, in a moment. Know your product, number one. Become a student of the business, the profession or industry you're in, number two. Become a product of the product is number three. Number four is create and know your personal story. Share it and get other people's personal stories. So create and know your personal story and other stories. Number five, 90-day run. 90-day run. Number six, design the plan to do the run. Design the plan. Number seven, create your message. What is your message? Number eight, press go. Number nine, engage and listen. Number 10, enjoy the path of yes. Number 11, focus on relationships. And number 12, always, always be growing. So number one, let's take a look at this. If I'm going to take a business, start for the very first time, or I'm going to be rebooting, starting over, or I'm creating a new 90-day run, first thing I want to make sure that I know and understand, and by the way, you can whittle off half of these when you get in the sink of this, and you you may need a reminder every now and then, but number one, know your product. Well, after you do this, after a period of time, you're going to know your product. Wouldn't you agree? Know your product. You really have to research the heck out of what it is that your product is so that you can come across confident, number one. You feel confident. You, you, you can set yourself apart potentially with the knowledge that you know. Number two, become a student not just of your product, but of your industry, of your profession. So an ongoing, you know, it's one thing to know the product, but it's another thing to be an ongoing student of the business. And become this geek, this nerd about your business. I didn't say expert. 
geek or nerd. That's very different where you just know things and how they kind of tie in and being able to communicate that with other people because people will see your commitment. They want to know how committed you are. Become a student of the business. Number three, become a product of the product. Are you using your product? Because your product use creates your emotional belief. You need to have an emotional belief. Otherwise, you're selling intellectually. And people don't buy on intellectual. They say no intellectually. They buy on emotion. It's your emotional belief in your product. Are you using it? Can you say, wow, I really like this product because... Or I, why, the reason why I started this is because. Why because? In Spanish, it's porque, porque. If you can't have that belief, and you, then you're not going to be able to be excited and emotional about it, about the business, the profession. I don't know if any of you ever listen to much of me, but I'm excited when I talk to people about this stuff. I get excited. It gets my juices going because I'm right now thinking about my own 90-day run that I'm going to get to here in a moment. So number four, so that was number three, become a product of the product. Number two, again, was a student. Becoming a student of your profession and industry. Number one, what was that? Know your product. Okay, so that takes care of the first three. As we look at number four, and it's tying all of these together, it's knowing your personal story and how that personal story, what it means to you. And how you can share that. Because what it means to you is how you will share it. And how you share it and the belief system that you have. Creating your personal story. And other people's stories too, by the way. You want to be utilizing other people's stories. So point four is about your story, other people's stories. So you can communicate that. And that communication can then be, as we'll talk about later, through texting engagement you know, getting people to purchase your products, etc. So those four, first four are what? They're all about the product, understanding the product, knowing what it is that you have in the product, da-da-da. Utilizing the results that other people are getting. Then we can step into what I would say preparing to launch your point number five, 90-day run. So what is a 90-day run? Well, that's simply focusing for 90 days laying it out, whether you're starting, advancing, or restarting. For example, um, I've been involved with the same business for a long period of time, and maybe I want to, I've gone through a seasonal change, maybe I'm in, you know, some, coming off of summer and want to head in. Right now it's like winter time and it's 90 days, it'll be spring. So I'm going to focus on doing this 90-day run because I can see the green popping out, the grass, the flowers, everything coming out in 90 days, and I'll get to go, ah, oh, I did that 90-day run. It feels so good. I learned so much, and I was able to take my business to another level. So people who are, for example, in insurance or real estate or direct sales, um, I've always believed that you can put together a 90-day run many times during the year. And some people, you know, maybe it's two times a year or three times a year. And the rest of the time, you're like picking up the pieces from everything that you started and developed. And you're just kind of running on autopilot. But 
if you really focus on this 90-day plan or 90-day run, and I'm going to complete it no matter what, some sacrifices that may have to be made with family, some sacrifices that may have to be made uh, with friends, may not be able to do certain things on the weekend or at night, who knows? But the first and foremost thing, well, jot these four things down inside of making an effective 90-day run. That's going to be mindset. Got to have the right mindset going into it. Like, I'm going to do this no matter what. And if you, you know, spouses, family members, whatever, say, here, here's the deal, and you're sharing it with them. Here's my 90-day run. This is my plan. Here's my schedule. I'm going to be blocking time during this time. Don't interfere during that time. Okay, this is the time that I'm working and I'm going to be doing it. And then, um, and you're, and you, you know, you're understanding that that's your time block. So you got your mindset, you got your time block, they're tied together. Then you got database and lead generation, which are tied together. These are the contacts, the people that are in your contact base. These are people that you work with. These are people you know. These are people that are family, friends, coworkers, you name it. I mean, this is, this is your connections. That's your database. And then we have lead generation, you know, and databases like hot market or warm market, lead generation, typically we think of uh, people that we don't know. And how are we going to generate leads from people that we don't know? Maybe we have a specific product that has the, a certain need that people are interested in. I can advertise and market directly for that. I can have a social media program going on. And that creates this 90-day run. You have it all laid out, what you're going to be doing, when you're going to be doing it, how you're going to be doing it, and the process begins. So that's the fifth component. The sixth com component here is, we're almost halfway, I like to call it design a plan. I recently wrote a book, FYI, and haven't yet quite got it published, will be soon. But I had six ingredients inside there that I use in my everyday life about building my personal philosophy on life. You can go find it at my website, mattlevittonline.com. Um, and, and a critical piece in that is design your plan. Design your plan. So yeah, we got a 90-day run, and we talked about what that is. Now you have to specifically design that plan. And how are my social media points going to be put together? How are my... Um, follow-up structure is going to be, who am I going to build relationships with? Am I going to be doing networking events? You're putting this all together by designing that plan specifically to coincide with what your 90-day run is about. 90-day run's about the commitment, the how-to, all the stuff put together, time blocking, all that stuff, understanding what it is. The plan is the approach to be able to do that, and it ties into point number seven that I want to make big emphasis on. That's creating... <clears throat> creating your message again it's a core element to my philosophy of life <coughs> excuse me <coughs> talk 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 got a drink talk 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 got to drink some water here we go by the way um i, I can't i it's like i i can't remember if i mentioned this but the hex which is uh, those core elements that I have, short for hexagon. Um, it, you know, creating creating your message. One of the key point, co key components of that, or key pieces or elements of that, 
in my philosophy is you always got to have a message. No matter what you're doing in life, you got to have a message. And it makes sense that you should create your message that is attached to your value proposition that's going to help serve other people's needs. Now, if I don't have, if my product is not designed to serve somebody else's needs, then what good, I don't have a message to that person. So I got to create a message that's going to work for that person. And that's going to vary depending on your product, depending on whether you're going business to business, whether you're going business to consumer. You have to decide that. I work with healthcare professionals. I work with a company with marketing nutritional supplements, for example. Uh, I work with uh, weight loss products, for example. How is that tied into a healthcare professional? Well, healthcare professionals in front of 20 or 30 people on a daily basis or weekly basis. So I work with that healthcare professional to show them how I have a value for you that I think will help you get better results with the people that you're involved with. Or let's say I'm in real estate and I'm working with uh, other realtors. Or maybe I, I look, because that's what I'm going to be doing as, as a realtor. I'm going to be working with other realtors. I'm going to be looking at possibly builders. I want to associate with builders. I want to associate with mortgage lenders. You know, these are, these are referral partners. These are people that are going to help refer business. I may not be doing business directly with them, but through them, I'm going to be doing business with other people. So I have... Um, to make sure that the message is created properly to be able to fit the needs and tie in the value proposition. Somebody once said, it's not the messenger that counts, it's the message. And if you do enough messages landing on the right ears, someone will decide to take up the message and become part of your business. And I believe that. Point number eight, you gotta press go. So know that the rubber meets the road at this point. We've been talking about preparation, preparation, preparation. And everything from, you know, having the mindset, doing your daily block, your time block, your database, your lead generation, designing your plan, creating your message, however, Pressing go is about putting the exposures out. It's about putting yourself out there with your social media, your text, your phone calls, your presentations. It's where, again, the rubber meets the road. Did you know that 97% of all texts get read? It, wouldn't that be a phenomenal way then to communicate? Probably. If you're not doing it, do it. Most don't understand this, but also people don't understand the power of the phone. So many people say, why would you ever pick up the phone and call somebody? I'll tell you why. Most don't answer, but I have an impeccable voicemail message that I can leave that will get them. They have to listen to their voicemail. Most people listen to their voice messages or they read the transcript that's on the phone. That's what I do mostly. Um, and, and it's because I have to clear my messages because my mailbox gets full if I don't, right? So sometimes it's a day a week. Later, sometimes when it's not somebody that I recognize that I really want to clear the message or I miss one, for example. So pressing go is about acting and, and, and setting yourself up to be able to engage with somebody. And we can talk more about this 
Um, certainly on plenty of other future podcasts. Number nine is engagement. So I'm engaging with people. Number nine. If it, it you know, um, engagement is about listening. It's about responding. It's about answering questions. It's about overcoming objections. You can engage with your social media, your networking events, your back and forth communication, you name it. Taking notes, putting the details into your CRM if you're using one. If you're not, I encourage you to get one. So engage is point number nine. Listen and engage with people. I love engagement because that's that, to, to me it's my favorite piece of it all is getting to the point of being able to have a real intellectual conversation with somebody about what it is that they want and need and how I might be able to provide something that can help them with that. That's the fun part for me. You might be different, but that's for me. So now point number 10. Um, and these last three can be extremely critical because everything leading up to now has nothing to do with actually closing the business, getting them, you know, everything can be, yeah, he's a great guy, he's wonderful. You can be an unpaid consultant by mastering those nine and failing at the next three. So point 10 is where it shifts a little bit. And we have to, through our engagement, under point 10, we have to begin to get a series of yeses. So point 10 is that series of yeses, getting to yes. It's not just one yes, it's a number of yeses. If you can get a dozen or two dozen yeses along the way through your engagement, then you're positioning yourself for point number 10 to be able to go down this path of a series of yeses. Um, so I'm thinking about phrases that, and words that I can use to get to yes. And that takes practice. I'll admit by asking questions like, if somebody says, oh, well, hey, that's a really cool concept. I'm going to create a yes around that potentially by saying, yeah, it is, isn't it? And that gets them to, it stimulates their brain to, to, to agreement, to an agreement of yes. Now I have agreed with them and now they've agreed back. Whether they say it or don't, that's a yes. A series of agreements or yeses. People are logically wired to resist, to say no. People are, we're, I don't know why. It's a psychological aspect that we could dive deeply into. But does it matter? If people are wired to say no automatically, logically, then why not work on getting them to say yes? Because ultimately they're going to have to say yes in order to do, in order to do business with you. And this is the area that I failed miserably when I first came into the business. I remember I started in financial services in my late teens, early 20s, built a business. It, wasn't, it took me a couple of years to get it, and it was after a, a sales coach that I went and saw uh, started talking to me about these concepts, about getting to yes. Um, and getting to yes then can be then completely piled on by further yeses and statements that are positive. And, um, you know, 
you can add on to yeses by saying, I really would love to win your business as, as you're going along. I think you're an ideal customer for me. Does this sound of interest to you? And if you get enough yeses along the way, you know they're nodding their head and it is of interest to them. Are you interested? Does this sound of interest to you? Is everything in line for your expectations? So that allows you to professionally have that conversation and professionally get to the yeses and professionally have the ability to get them to the point of where you're saying something similar. This is what I use. It may not work for you, but how soon do you want to get started? I'm looking to put a time frame on so that if, if for some reason they're going to tell me I'm not ready today, I'm going to ask them how soon they want to get started. They give me a date. That gives That's a tie down, lock in. Um, I'll tell you what, Matt, I really want to do this. Let's get started uh, next Monday. Now I say fabulous. And depending on your business, you can take everything you need to do to get it done and then put it through on Monday or you can do the follow-up process of getting back in touch. I say it's the more you can get done, the sooner you can get it done, get the yes, close the deal, finish it up. That's going to be the better opportunity. Okay, now, number 11. So number 10 was what? Yeses. <coughs> Series of yeses, not just one. Number 11 is focus on the relationship. Now, that's a big one. Again, these aren't necessarily in order. They may flow well through my conversation with you listening to it on the podcast. Oh, yeah. But point 11 could be point one. You know, always be focusing on building a relationship. Could be point six. Always be focusing on building a relationship before you're even presenting. You're focusing on building a relationship with somebody. Relationship comes through honor, comes through respect, comes through integrity. No matter what you're doing, Focus, focus on the relationship. So if I'm exposing people and I'm going through large numbers of people because maybe I lack skill or talent or I'm just hyped up and going through the numbers, law of large numbers, we call it, doing the repetitions. Jim, we call it the, the reps. How many reps did you do? We're focusing on those exposures. We're developing that relationship. And by focusing on that relationship and not, wor not worrying so much, in other words, the, the relationship with the mindset of an exposure to what it is you have. And we're focusing on that. Then we're not really worrying about the outcome because I think this was one of the greatest pieces of advice that I got. I used to get stuck with people and I was just so worried about uh, what the outcome would actually be. And the reality is, is if you don't worry about the outcome, then you can just continue to do multiple exposures, go through these 12 um, components over and over and over again, and you'll be finding yourself in a position to have what it is you're looking for during your 90-day runs. And the 12th one, of course, is grow. We mentioned that. It's the last that we we're going to talk about today on this podcast. Number 12, grow. Grow by upselling. Grow by deepening your relationship. Grow by following up. Create your own follow-up system that you do. 
that you're reminded of, that is in place, that you take advantage of. Hey, I was just thinking about you and I wanted to say hi. Staying in contact with somebody, asking them to go to lunch, for no reason other than to establish a deeper relationship, perhaps. And grow by becoming a referral partner for other people. And that's where it really happens. It's like doing volunteer work, you know. We're giving back. And by the more you give back, the more you gain. But you have to have that giver's attitude mindset. And so here we go again. 12 components for today's podcast. Know your product. Become a student of your product business profession and industry. Become a product of the product. Number three. Number four, create and know your story and other people's story. Get that down. Really rehearse it. Number five, do a 90-day run. Know what that means. Mindset, time block, database, lead gen. Number six, design that plan. It's going to get you where you want to go. Number seven, create your message. Number eight, press go. Act, create the exposures, post text calls. Number nine, engage and listen. Number 10, guide them down that series, that path of yeses. Oh, it feels so good going down that series, that path of yeses. Number 11, focus on relationships first. And number 12, grow. Always be growing. I hope you got a ton out of this today. It's been exciting for me to do it. Thank you. Thanks for listening. Be sure to visit mattlevittonline.com to sign up for emails and connect on social media for regular how-tos, business commentary, and more. That's mattlevittonline.com.